Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, don't start shit. Talk sports to politics, to back and forth, to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the crowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. Yes. All right. So we we did say on this past Wednesday's episode. That's correct. That we know. We think we know who that troll was. Yes. If anybody, it, it, it was like a late night troll. Actually, he posted that shit in the daytime, but all the shit popped off in the middle of the night. And I saw this person on Saturday, and they were acting what I would describe as strange. As strange. So Very standoffish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think a lot of our fans can't and didn't and won't be able to see, like, the tweet and the replies and stuff because it's he, been deleted. He deleted it. all. It's of been them. deleted. It. Uh, it's been deleted. It. It's been deleted. But I think we know who it is. So we're gonna give this man a call. We're gonna give this man a call. We know this dude. He's a friend of ours. He's also the co-host of How Stuff Works podcast, Nerdificent. <laughs> Let's give Ify Wadaway a call. I want to say though before we call him. Before we call him. Real quick. Yeah. My mind has changed on whether or not it's Ify. Okay. Why? Because. For the same, I was thinking that too. Well, I don't know. If this Some of the shit that he said was so was crazy so that I'm just like, would Ify do that for real? Right. Though? And it's the same thing that I was like, why would you think I would do that? And then I was thinking like, well, why would Ify go? Yeah, that I was far? gonna say I think Jaquise would do it before Ify would do it. I I think I no, no I wouldn't. Disrespect. I wouldn't put that energy. I no disrespect. Put, no disrespect. But first but of all, I see you a lot more than Ify does. So that's why I, I think that you could it. be like, I could get away. With it. But I no. Ify one time I was hanging out with Ify and he was just like, hey. Uh, are you up on NBA 2K online? And I said, no, I can't afford uh, PlayStation uh, online, PlayStation Plus. And he went, hold on one second. And then next thing I know, he was like, what's your email? I gave him my email, and he paid for my PlayStation Plus for That's a dope. year. That's dope. I can't see that man saying, I know your girlfriend's no. getting fucked by two big black dicks right now. <laughs> Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Like, I wouldn't say any of that, and it's not in my nature. I don't joke like that. So that's not in my nature. And like I don't have the patience to create on on an anniversary vacation to create a burner account, flame myself just to flame you. But barely <laughs> let's no, barely flame you. Like, but still barely. But still, like I don't have that fucking patience. I uh, well, don't let's, have that patience. Let's go ahead, let's call I think, up. I think it was iffy, but I think he does have the patience to do that. But I think he does have the capability to take a joke that far. But still mean it in like a joking way. Well, let's see. Let's, let's see. see. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on Culture Kings, I'm Jackie's Neal. Edgar Montplazier also in the room. What's up, Sophie? Hey. Dad. What's up? If, uh, if it is iffy. Let's, let's just keep taking up our time until this call. Uh, I'm calling. <laughs> I'm calling. If it is iffy, are you going to back us up? Are you going to spank him? Spank him? That's what <laughs> I don't mean like in a sexual way. Dad I mean just like released the... his parental. Yes, <laughs> I, I will spank. Thank you, thank I you. I right. never ask. <laughs> if he wad away, all right. Let's get this call going. Let's get this call going. What if he doesn't? 
doesn't pick up. We told him. We told him. We told him we were going to call him. Hey, like, you oh. just reach if you want to get to the phone right now. Oh, I be saving the president, running the right. wolves, or just doing any we'll other type of cool action. And then I'm going to call him right back. But, text uh, him. Uh, if you just that, yeah, back at my early convenience or whatever is convenient for you if you also state that in the message. But anyway, have a great day. I'll talk to you later, hopefully. Hopefully. Nigga, you want to know why you ain't booking commercials? It's because your voicemail is one minute fucking long. <laughs> By the time a goddamn agent call you, they'd be like, fuck this shit. Let's just go to the next damn talent down. That's not how commercials work. Uh, this is Jackie's. It, it might be how commercials work. Uh, this is Jackie's, dude. I'm going to call you literally right back in the next like 30 seconds. Uh, so pick up the phone. Bye. All right. Uh... You text him? Yeah, I texted him. All right. Let's go one more time. Let's go one more time. This is the riveting uh, content that our fans want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, here we go. Give it a few more seconds. Let the voicemail pop up. He can see it. Maybe he'll start listening to it. I literally said to him, we are going to call you. That don't mean nothing. You can tell if he like, yo, be here at one thirty, and he'll be here at 2.15. That was generous. I was gonna say at like three thirty. Yeah, if he if he operates on true color people time with everything, if he missed a show <laughs> that I had to fill in for him when I was in the audience, and because he had to be black and I was the only black person that was there. Uh, all right, here we go. If he went away, five 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 zero five five five. <laughs> <laughs> You know somebody gonna call that number. <laughs> it rang longer this time, so I think he just sent me the voicemail the first time. Well, sometimes that people get to call twice, so it registers with their phone. Honest like that, you have to like call twice because the first time it won't show up. Mm, must be one of the iPhone, iPhone things. Hey, you just reach if you want. God damn, iffy. All right. Well, we'll get back to this. We're going to try it again. We'll, we'll try it again. Back to it. I wouldn't be surprised if he calls me. Uh, so yeah. if he calls me. Uh, we will stop whatever we're doing to we'll deal with it. We'll stop whatever we're doing to deal with it and talk about it. Uh, let's get into some shit, man. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Episode just dropped today. Uh, I want to say something that I just want to say. I think we got some dope-ass fans. I know... On Wednesday's episode, we kind of was like, man, this hate we getting. But, like, it's very rare. And even, like, that's not true hate. Like, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love our fans. We got good fans. I do think it needs to be reiterated. This is something that Carl said when we first started this podcast, and we haven't really said it before. Uh, this is a, a, a comedy conversational podcast. Yeah. With now two dudes who are just fucking talking. Like, if you come to us for your news... You coming to us for your, like your shit, like this is the culture that they are portraying for all black culture, then you should probably stop listening. Or you're missing our argument Or you're missing our arguments. Which is what we've been trying to argue this entire time is no one person represents all the culture. Yeah, yeah. And that is why uh, I think black culture has such a hard time is because everyone is constantly trying to fit it into one neat box mm-hmm. rather than let it explode in the way that white culture has exploded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. You can look at white culture and put it into all these different facets, but a black thing is just a black thing, mm-hmm. and we don't allow it to be more than just a bunch of different things. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, 
white movies are allowed to be so many different kinds of genres and all that stuff. And I think that what we're trying to push for on this podcast is a conversation where we can be like, yo, look how different we all can be, yet are still the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when we jump into shit like, yo, titties or tits? That don't mean we out here smacking women's titties and saying like, ha ha! I don't think the person was assuming that we were doing that either. <laughs> I don't know. And we're the most misogynistic assholes that people have ever heard. Uh, they must be living uh, in a colony of nothing but women. <laughs> but I will say this. I do appreciate when fans keep us honest because it does yeah. highlight certain things. Like, you know, on that Kobe thing, there were a lot of things that I didn't understand and I might have went all in on. I still think Kobe's a trash human being. But I had some conversations with some fans on Twitter that like was like, oh, okay, I can see this angle. We can talk about this. Uh, but I do appreciate being kept honest. Shout out to someone who recently kept me honest was at J.R.E. Allen, who did uh, let me know that I got some details wrong on the Chief Keith beef. He was not in a hallway. He was outside, and it was the W Hotel, not the Broadway. <laughs> so thank you for keeping me honest on that. Again, the W Hotel in New York? That is correct. Cool. Uh, so he was still in New York. It just wasn't the Broadway Hotel. He was outside. and he was Outside. Yeah. Yeah, if he was outside, I can't imagine. If he was inside the hotel, I can't imagine that nigga got away. Like, you know, I think he could get away still. From a ho- from a Manhattan hotel? But then again, on one of these episodes, we talked about that dude who was, like, crawling towards the cops and got, like, murked by the cops. Remember that in that hotel? No. Was I? Was that the episode I missed? I don't think you missed that one. We talked about that one. Uh, it's probably one of them times I wasn't listening. Uh, wow. It happens. Don't act like all of us in the room don't tune the fuck out. <laughs> I'll sit. There would literally be times, especially when it was both you and Carl, but there would literally be times where I'll be talking and I'll look up and both y'all niggas deep in y'all phones and I'm like sp- stretching out my, like you're doing right now. Hmm? <laughs> what happened? Sophie up here on Facebook. <laughs> uh, Sophie watching. Sophie watching viral videos and shit. Uh, her headphones not even plugged. Her into headphones the mixer. not plugged. It's plugged on. into her laptop. Nick in the bathroom taking a shit. It's just me talking to myself. <laughs> but I, but I do appreciate when fans keep us honest. And it's like it's not that we don't appreciate criticism. I'm all about criticism. I just like to be like I'm about criticism in a way that I've been you know oddly enough or I guess ironically criticized for seeking out too much criticism but it's not how you come at me like if you come at me with this like fuck you nigga you white as fuck guess what I'm not listening to you but if you go hey Edgar I think you missed the point on this or even not like I made you upset about this I'm gonna listen to that but this whole coming at me strong shit I'm just gonna come at you with some hotter shit and listen I do this for a living so I'll smack the shit out you yep <laughs> just, yep, I'm we, just we'll smack, we'll smack I'm, shit. I'm just quicker and wittier. Um, I'm sorry. So yeah, man. I uh, somebody asked us a question, and somebody hit us up on Facebook with a question, and this dude has hit us up a lot. So we're gonna talk about the question he asked. But that thing is a pretty good point. Like we say shit, and we're just having a good time. Like when I say shit, like blow your noodle back, add that to your lexicon. You know, when Sophie, when That's Sophie cringes, uh, Sophie, that Listen. is the worst. Sound effect to make after that. I'm so sorry, Sophie. That's Blow your terrible. Back. That is the worst. Don't do that. Yeah, just like that. I understand you're frustrated, but please don't make that sound. It's disgusting, and it only makes the image in my mind worse. Hey, man, it may turn some people off, but you know, will you still listen to me? And that's the question that my man uh, Anthony on Facebook asks. He hit us up. Uh, we always tell y'all we on Facebook, we on Twitter. 
can hit us up. If you if you want to ask a question and you don't want nobody to see your question, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we'll check it out. So my man Anthony asks this, uh, and I feel like it's pretty relevant. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna say it verbatim. So let's get into this. Can you separate someone's work from their political slash ethics slash history? Is it generally okay to continue to enjoy their new stuff despite what they have said slash done? I'm not just talking about Roseanne, Cosby, or Kanye either. All right. Well, we all know who he's talking about. I mean, we yeah, he's talking about... I mean, he, he sent this yesterday, so obviously... Look, he could be talking about Kanye. No, he, he bought he's, up. He's not talking he's about talking Kanye. About Rose he's Anne. not talking about Roseanne. Who's he talking about? He's talking about the number one person that this question I think comes to. Who? Bill Cosby. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I do think that that question has been asked more recently with those two other people. Of course. Which I think the overall question has been asked with. Well, it's been asked before. But I think it's been asked a lot with Cosby, and he probably asked himself that question again with Roseanne and that question again with Kanye. Yeah. So it was like, all right, I want to know what y'all think about this. Here's my opinion. This is just my opinion. I struggle with this. I struggle with this. Uh, I, I will say the same thing I say about protesting shit. If you want to protest something, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to protest something, even mm-hmm. if it's trash, mm-hmm. that's fine. I, I honestly think that's fine. Because if we get to the point where we're protesting everything that breaks with our morals, mm-hmm. like we sitting in the crib in the dark or you can't even go to church. Even mm-hmm. church breaks with your morals, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. So, I, you know, look, but is there a line to cross? And I do think some people cross that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to sit up here and act like, Two, three years ago, I didn't consider Bill Cosby a hero to me. I did. I did. I loved him uh, as an artist. I loved the Cosby show. I went to, I've gone to see him live, do stand-up. Wow. Unfortunately, things change. Mm -hmm. Things change. Uh, He's a legend in the game. But you get to a point where you cross a certain line, I think, and you can't come back from it. Does that mean I can't ever watch the Cosby show again? I don't know. I honestly don't fucking know. I don't know, is it right to say, yeah, you could probably still watch the Cosby show. I don't know, is it right to say, yeah, man, I can still sing I Believe I Can Fly a Karaoke. I don't know if it's right to say, uh, you know, if you watch Seventh Heaven, uh, are you... fuck that guy. Well, but it's the same thing. <laughs> the we, same were, thing we were all open-ended until you brought up Seven Heaven. <laughs> so he was like, nah, fuck that. But listen, but but honestly though, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I am, yeah, fuck that guy. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I, I look, I don't watch Seventh Heaven, no way. I think it's a fucking boring ass show. Uh but I, I'm not saying that uh you can't fucking I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not going to tell somebody who still watches that that you promote that. Mm-hmm. I also won't tell somebody who still watches that if somebody says, oh, you still watch that, you promote that. I don't know if I can tell them they're wrong. I have a response to you, but I will give it after we hit up Iffy. Because Iffy has texted me and said, call me now. I have a response to everything you just said. Okay. Put a pin in that. 
Uh, and as we're putting the pin in, I want to say that I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying no like, one's, I don't, don't worry about that. No one thinks I you're don't know. That you're right. I know that. I know nobody in here, or probably nobody does. But I don't. I struggle with that question. I struggle with that answer. And maybe that makes me a trash person. No, uh, I think it makes you a human. I don't know. I don't know. I can go more and tell in de- in depth with it too. But I want to hear your points, Edgar. Uh, but first, hello. If he want Hey, how's it going, boys? What y'all up to? Oh, shit, man. We recording the Culture Kings. Ladies and gentlemen, co-host of Nerd Ificent on the line. What's up, man? Hey, what's Gucci? Uh, do people still say that? Do people still say what's Gucci? That's not what's important. I, now, I, I, do. <laughs> I, I, I would. Uh, I think I'm okay. the hippest person on the, on the joint. I, I've, okay, okay. All right. So you... You you had something you wanted to talk to us about, but before you do that, we got something we want to okay. talk to you about. We want to we want to okay. ask you a couple questions. Now I want to I want to start with a couple questions. One, okay. What do you think about Roman Reigns? Oh, uh, he's you know he's trash. Uh, you you know he's been pushed on us by the WWE, and uh-huh. uh, but you know I want to give him a chance. You know. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, do you think? What do you think about John Cena? Oh, I love him. He's dope. He's a company man. He's a company man. Both his company. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think is a better, like you know, a better, better uh, heel? Hulk Hogan or Randy Savage? I'd say Randy Savage because fuck Hulk Hogan. Yo, ho- okay, okay. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was a bitch. Hulk Hogan was a bitch. I'll give you that. Randy Savage, though, I don't know, man. Hulk Hogan made the greatest heel turn of all time, in my opinion, but. All right, we're asking all these questions to ask you this. To ask you this. Okay. On June 2nd, <laughs> did you create a burner account on Twitter to come at me and Edgar uh, on a whole bunch of shit and keep that shit going for about 18 hours? <laughs> No. Why? <laughs> Are you sure, Ify? Because you saying a lot of shit sure. that's lining up. Look, really, I'm saying a lot of shit that's lining up. What is going on here? What'd you say? I said, what is going on here? <laughs> I told you, man. I don't know. Like, I, I. I at first, when you brought it up, I was like, it does make sense. If he's like, you know, the other black comedian at UCB who likes wrestling and stuff like that. But then I brought it up to Anna, and Anna was like, Edgar, really? Iffy? You think Iffy would say the kind of things that that account was saying? This dude was saying some wild shit. And, and like, <laughs> he was saying some wild shit, but at, he first came, he came at us. And then we was like, this has to be somebody we know. Because on Twitter, it was like suggesting a whole bunch of UCB comedians. And I'm like, who else do I know that's black that can say the word nigga and who like wrestling? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's Iffy <laughs> right away. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. I'm I, sorry. It's like, right. This is like a puppet named Scooby Doo when they would pull their hat off and we thought it was red. I was like, nah, it ain't red herring. That's true. You are our red herring. You are red herring. I, I mean, you could have used any Scooby-Doo, but I'm glad that you used 90s hit, a pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
something in Scooby Doo. I love it, Scrappy Doo, or uh, Scrappy Doo is his nephew, right? But he's not in a puppet in Scooby Doo because Scooby Doo's a puppy. He's a puppet at that point. Uh, yeah, when we started to put it together, we was like, even if you did, even if this, if even if it was iffy and he went as far as he did, like we know you would be joking, but we just had to call you to see if it was actually you because we know this is somebody we know. Did you see this whole Twitter reaction? No, I didn't. Oh man, you missed it. You missed it. I I don't know if you'll ever see it, but it was fucking wild. And it's the person mostly went at Edgar. Uh, it got wild. <laughs> this mystery will continue. This mystery is going to continue. This mystery is going to continue. Ify, we know you wanted to talk to us about something, so we're going to let you get your piece out. We want to talk to you. We're also going to get you back in the studio. So we want to hear oh, what you yep, got to say. Go. We want to hear what you got to say, but we want to hear what you got to say first after we take okay. this little break. <laughs> you going to call me during the ad break? <laughs> we'll be back. So we're back. Ify, I think you took issue with some of the things that we said about a particular rap beef. So uh, why don't you go ahead and say what you took issue with? Yeah, you said that, you know, for some reason it was weird that uh, Ether, that people thought Ether killed TakeOver when it was clear because the exact same reason you're saying that Pusha beat Drake is why Nas beat Jay-Z. Because Jay-Z was talking about rap in general and how he's, he hasn't had a good song. Literally, literally, not only did the song start off with arguably one of the greatest rappers that ever lived saying fuck that person, mm-hmm. then he goes on to mention his mentor and how his mentor turned his back on him, like just deep cut stuff that has happened in Jay-Z's life and how he wasn't really a gangster, how all the times he called him because he was getting beat up. Like, he was like, come on, that's why he won. It wasn't because of, it wasn't that good. That was a banger song. Now, yes, mm-hmm. you're right, it doesn't live past uh past uh uh you know you like no one's gonna be bumping that too much mostly because it's too vulgar but it's (laughs) such a it's such a prolific diss track that when remy ma wanted to come out and do it she went and did an homage to it and called it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh yeah dude i'll give you that look as far as and i'll i'll go on record to say that i also said that i didn't think the pusha t comeback it had like deep cuts, but as far as just like a straight up rap song and shit like that, I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, that's probably just more my rap taste than anything else. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, dude, I'm not, look, either, either cut, either cut. But I think we, for me, I'll put it to you like this. Here's why one reason I think TakeOver was better and TakeOver. And I get this. I'm against the majority here. I know a lot of people think Ether crushed Jay. Here's why I don't think yeah. that's true. One, I thought TakeOver was lyrically better. Uh, I thought, and then two, one reason that you just said, Ether ain't nobody, is that, is that the shorty in the back? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is, that, is that your baby girl in the back? 
Yeah, yeah, she out here wilding. See, she she out here wilding. She she agreeing with me. That's what it is. She up here saying Jackie's right. No, uh, no, she, I have to hold her back. She's mad at me. <laughs> uh, but when I listen to Ether, great track, whatever. Ether is gone from the Ether. Whereas every time I hear Takeover, I'm reminded. Every time you hear Takeover for the 18 years it's been playing, mm-hmm. that damn Jay fucking came at Nas and like that keeps playing over and over and over where if you just hear that you'd be like damn who is this about oh that's about Nas it's it's lopsided at this point because nobody yeah, either is not in the fucking like music realm it's not in the zeitgeist it's not in the zeitgeist and I'm not saying takeovers in the zeitgeist either but it has more staying power as a song, as a diss track, than Ether did. I've never put put on an uh, NBA 2K game and heard Ether. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've heard. Well, that's because and that's that's because one of the reasons that it's a weak diss in my head because it's a song disguised as a diss, it's a sneak diss. Whereas on Ether, it is a diss track. He is saying him by name. It mm-hmm. starts off with "Fuck JV." Yeah. There is no question. But like Jackie said, you got to be like, "Oh, who is he dissing? Oh, Nas." None mm-hmm. of that with either. That's what makes it such a strong New York diss track. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. That's super fair. Like Jay Z did try to make Takeover also a commercial option by being sneaky yeah. and by like you know not necessarily saying who he's going after. Run. Yeah, I say that's a longevity run. That's why he's still in the business. That's why he's so rich because he, he went with the more commercial route, mm-hmm. whereas both Pusha and Nas was like, "Oh, we're going for the head," but. I think just like Jim Z, Drake's still going to be around. Yeah, that's you know, true. People want to say what they will about Jay Prince, but I will say, Jay Prince is an OG. Like, say what you will about, like, oh, he's just trying to protect him. It's like, you don't go against him. So any people trying to, you know, do mental gymnastics as to why, you know, this is a cop-out for Drake, but the, the, the fact is simple. You don't go against Jay Prince. So that, do, that's that. Do you think that Drake should release about. the track, or do you think he should listen to Jay Prince? I think you should listen to Jay Prince because you don't fuck with Jay Prince. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't fuck with Jay. If y'all, if if our fans don't know who Jay Prince is, go go do yourself a favor. Google the man, look him up, uh, see what he's about. You know, he is definitely a fucking OG in the game. But I want to hear the track. I do want to hear the track. I want to hear that fucking track. Iffy man, get your hands on this track and and leak that shit. All right, I'm I'm <laughs> a, I'm gonna jump to it right now. So I'll get back at y'all after I get my hands on the track. All right, man. All right, man. Thanks and, for stopping and wait by, a minute. Andy. You sure it wasn't you? I'm 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cross-reference it. All right. All right, bro. We'll see you. All right. All right, man. Thanks, Thanks for stopping by. I don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I believe him. I believe him. I believe him. I believe, I believe him. him. I think this. I got a couple more people on the list that we could keep trying, but God right. damn. That would have tied up nicely, but I guess it's going to be an episode of Bosch, or a season of Bosch, yeah. where you take a very simple mystery and make it stretch for 13 make episodes. This person, <laughs> it, whoever did this, although they came at us so hard, is obviously going to keep listening to the podcast. What's interesting, though, is that it doesn't sound like they've been listening to the podcast the entire time. Like, some of the stuff that they were saying was so relevant and so within, like, the last few, few episodes, episodes yeah. that I'm just like, I don't know if this person's been listening for a very long time. But hey, you know the person's right. I'm a C. I'm a C list host on a two person podcast, uh, and I can't wait till I find you, motherfucker. Hey, we all know who the A lister is in here, Sophie. Sophie, yeah. Um, Chiquis is B list. I'm C list. 
hey, look, I didn't make the rules. Sophie did. How Sophie works, wasn't that Carl Smith that Sophie hated so much? Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up again. <laughs> but hey, look, this is actually a positive. We're saying, like, Sophie's a, a mic at how Stuffy's work. That, yeah. This isn't a negative. You can... I'm flipping that negative connotation this for you, is, Sophie, and making it a this positive. This is the same. What, there's another thing that people say about women that they just go, but it's positive. I don't know. I guess it's like niggas is defense for catcalling. <laughs> but she got a good ass. I'm complimenting her ass. Hey, man, what you want me to Them jeans you know, look good. You want a fat ass to walk by and me not say nothing? <laughs> hey, man, we going to get old girl. What's her name, Tara? She gonna be like, I gave y'all another chance. Oh yeah. And that minute twenty seven, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers just came back. Y'all defended cat calling. No, we didn't. It's called satire. I'm a sarcastic person, but you right. probably knew that because you're very smart. <laughs> Let's get back to what we were talking about. So, what <laughs> we called it. I wanted to respond to what you were saying. Right. I think that what you. Uh, 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 I was told to stop doing that, so I'm going to try, even though it's a stutter. And I think it's weird that someone was just uh, like, uh, hey, what? don't do that anymore. And I was like, all right, dude, yeah, I won't stutter anymore. I'm sorry. Really? But, uh, yeah, That's someone so tweeted. Mean. But um, so the point that I wanted to make was I think that you're absolutely correct when it comes to user discretion is advised. I think that that is 1,000% the way that we should look at it is for what you want to consume – I think it is completely fair for your discretion. I think that there are some clear lines. I think what comes into question with a lot of people is what you promote. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what a lot of people are responding to is, sure, I can go home and watch the Cosby show. But if I'm going to be putting up a festival, if I'm going to be putting up, you know, a showcase, if I on my podcast, I'm going to be talking about the top greats and I promote Bill Cosby, mm -hmm. I think that goes past user discretion advised. I, I think that. that at that point, I am pushing this person. I am readily holding up their content. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is where a lot of people get confused. So I, I, maybe the solution is amendums. Like, you know, a lot of times when I'm coaching or something like that, I'll refer to what I've been sarcastically calling the late Louis C.K. And um, I like will like you know be like yes this person is trash now but can we look at this point from what they're saying and stuff like that like maybe it's a little bit more dissection by being mm -hmm. like don't take this as a whole but maybe we can take these little grains and stuff from it maybe mm -hmm. that's a solution i'm not obviously i am not an expert uh anthropo anthropologist or sociolo sociologist so i can't say exactly like what the solution should be but i don't think we can throw out everything that the person said because there's a lot of wisdom and stuff like that yeah in some of the things that they're saying for me with bill cosby i find very little because i hate so much about what he stood for before any of the allegations came out mm -hmm. i think he's always been about respectability politics and stuff like that for me personally but i do think like i'm not going to sit here and say roman polanski is not a good filmmaker and that someone couldn't learn about cinematography and storytelling from him but I think what people are arguing is, is that what you want to promote? Could right. you find another filmmaker, perhaps a WOC or, you know, a woman who could, you know, probably teach the same lessons and who has probably been disregarded because she wasn't a white man like Roman Polanski? Mm -hmm. Could you find a female black comedian who represented the home and good family values and was the mother of black television that you could, uh, you know, hold up? 
versus using Bill Cosby. I think that that's what people are asking. Yeah, I, and to to that point too, let's get into the black part of this. Uh, we have so little heroes, heroes, yeah. in our community and our culture. All of and our fair, all, most of our heroes have been assassinated. Exactly, most of our heroes have been assassinated uh, or died physically, young. or character character wise. Yeah, and 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 I want to I want to I want to say that carefully. I'm not saying this is a character assassination on Bill Cosby. No, or absolutely R. Kelly. not. That's not what, That's you're not what I'm saying. That's not what you're arguing. You're uh, saying in general. In general, they have for whether it was warranted or not whether it's because of them or because yeah. somebody took them away they have been taken away name top from 5 black our... heroes and then probably 3 of them are dead yeah and that's the same thing with Cosby to kind of go like well, you bought up roman uh roman uh, I always mispronounce his name Polanski. Polanski um can you go look for another person and say I can learn a lot about direction and cinematography the answer is yes when i go and i think in my head can i go find another Cosby show Maybe you can, but the options are a lot less fucking slimmer. That's a very fair argument. And and I think that's what hurts some people in the black community more. Nobody's saying like we are. I don't think when people say like, ah, maybe I'll still watch a Cosby show. I don't think people are saying like I'm promoting what he did or I'm saying that he didn't do it. I, there are some people who are saying that. And I think that's true. At this point. Uh, it's there is there's more there's it's not even where there's smoke that's fired uh, the fucking building is on fire yeah. at this point but the pain of like god damn another one another one even with R Kelly we've been knowing R Kelly been trash for so damn long this nigga married Aaliyah when he, she was 15 years old absolutely and but for whatever reason we have still let this man in our culture because. You know, there aren't many people who have done for music what R. Kelly did uh, throughout his career. I know there are great R&B artists, but that is, I don't know why we, I, I think the reason why we as a black community hold on to some of these heroes when we should let them go is because when we let them go, we have to fucking grasp so hard and search so long for another goddamn hero to hold on to. I don't think that's unfair. And I think that's why you get a lot of struggling with yeah. the the Bill Cosby's of the world, the mm-hmm. Kanye West's of the world. Uh, and I'm not saying these things are I- equivalent. Uh, the Roseanne's of the world. Look, man, yeah, she's racist. She's racist as fuck. Uh, but I think it was hard for a lot of women to be like, "God damn, like, yeah." There's a hero of ours. There's some because that we Roseanne had to... did a lot, dude. Yeah, she did. A, I mean, if you go back, somebody was bringing this up. If you go back to when Roseanne first came out, back when she was to the left of Bernie Sanders, uh, <laughs> when she was actually like a Democrat and liberal. Well, I don't she was know. fighting for working class people. She was fighting for. Well, I mean, the something that she her said was. and stood for too was sure, different than what show, she is now. Her show has always been about blue collar working. Class but not people. only that, dude. She was a woman. Who, yes, I agree with that, but she was a woman who was not an attractive woman, not a skinny woman, who was not only leading the show, but was vulgar and everything like that. Was the executive producer was of the, said show? And then became the executive producer and head writer of her own. You know how rare that is for a it's woman? It's still rare today. It's still rare today, dude. <laughs> so, like, we can't sit up, even as a black person, even I'm like, yeah, fuck Roseanne, and I think is, yeah, get her off the air. I can't sit up here and say that she didn't represent something for women 
and TV, especially when she was popping, that's not important because well, it is important. I think that's what's so hard for people to wrestle with the whole Hillary Clinton thing, right? Yeah. Which is like Hillary Clinton for me as a Haitian American. I automatically was not about it. Mm-hmm. I automatically, like, you know, I have a lot of problems with how the Clintons ran their foundation in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that there's a lot suspect there. But I can also see how for a woman being like, this is the, this is the first candidate that we've had yeah. that was legitimate and had a legitimate shot. Why is this in the road? Like, you know, why is the crime bill something that we're bringing up? Why is this? And how that is daunting and depressing for them is like Mm -hmm. we don't have many other options for this one option to be trash especially when on the other side donald trump wins yes because you we have all these problems with hillary and they are legitimate problems and then you get you get the woman vote or the woman who says yeah but do you know how important this is Mm -hmm. and then people are like well so what so let's elect donald trump the dude who has done more wrong shit and sure. lied more and has more unethical sure. shit behind them. I do have to say, though, I don't think that the response was always that. I did get in a lot of fights. Uh, I defended a lot of the young black millennials who refused to vote at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got a lot of flack from that from different people. But I think that it, like, I understood where they were coming from and I understood their pain of they see no difference. Right? And I think that a lot of people are saying the same or just like, yeah, well, whether it's Roseanne who says something racist or a man who says something racist, I see no difference. And I think that what is hard is it's becoming more and more difficult, more and more less likely for other people to look at other people's pain. Yeah. And I think a lot of subgroups are getting very, very into their own pain, myself included. I've been very, very guilty of this. I've come at on on some stuff, being like, I don't give a fuck about what this woman. And then honestly, it's like, this is my only idol. Like, you know, like, and it's like, uh, the thing that we had an argument about it with Nicki Minaj, where uh, on was just like, you understand how much it hurts to see a female rapper go down for cultural appropriation when so many of your male rap heroes have done cultural appropriation. You weren't coming at Kendrick Lamar for Kung Fu Kenny. But like, you know, like, and then it's stuff like that where I think a lot of subgroups are getting more and more into their own asses that we're, we're forgetting to see other people's pains and see the complexity of some of these issues. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, Anthony, like can you separate the artists from things they've said, things they've done? Uh, I, I, I don't think, and you'll get some people who say you can. I personally don't think you can answer that with yes or no. Um, I think it's too complex, and maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe I have more to learn to the point where, like, no, it's not complex. But then I think the question you have to answer or the question you have to ask is, okay, and this is kind of the point I bought, like, where's the line? Because let's be honest. Yeah, Kanye is saying some shit. But let's not compare Kanye to what Kanye is saying to what Bill Cosby has done. Uh, So if it gets to the point where it's like, all right, yeah, I can't enjoy or I can't watch things that that person has done in the past because of what he's done. What? Where is the line for you? Where is the line for you? Because if if you put if you say, well, I can't do it for Kanye either. He says some shit, and like that, and, and so you know, like I said, there is certain lines that you probably can't cross, and mm-hmm. there are some lines that you can't come back from. Mm-hmm. There are some lines you can come back from. I I believe we as a culture right now. Uh, don't have any compassion for restorative justice. 
uh, where, and that some people don't deserve it, but, you know, somebody like a Kanye West uh, in the black community, there has to be some level of restorative justice. Well, studies have actually shown that people are more willing to let some of these quote unquote monsters come back into the frame more so than we think. Like, I think that like studies shown that society is very open to a Kevin Spacey comeback or a Louis C.K. comeback more so than we think. Yeah. So I mean, I I honestly think you will see people like that come back. I want, and I, I can see the New Yorker article about Louis C.K. already. Yeah, being like he's learned his lesson. he's learned his lesson, or and maybe he had. That's the thing. Comedian finds his way through his daughters. Something bullshit like that. There, there's a such thing as jail. Sophie, I I will give you a hundred dollars. I'll put it away for you right now. You'll give me back triple if it happens. There's a certain thing called as jail, right? We all know about jail, prison. Certainly. Why do people go to prison? Well, in hopes of rehabilitation, but it doesn't rehabilitate them. It, not everybody, but there are some people it does. Like it, there it is definitely. The, I, I think studies have conclusively shown that prison is an awful way to well, well achieve what you're talking about in terms of restoring. Well, no, no, I'm saying why do people? Why do we have in jail, the hopes of in the hopes of rehabilitating someone. people? And I think we as a society have done wrong or not done good by that hope of that, and, and that's why you get sentencing. Depending on the crime, maybe you can't be rehabilitated, which is why you're going away for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Depending on the crime, maybe there is some reason why you can't. There is something you can be rehabilitated from. Sure. Uh, and I, I don't know. Like, I mean, not to derail the conversation, but there is this story uh, about my man. I forget where he's from. I read the article, so excuse me, but you probably heard this uh, like a week ago. He got out of jail for 20 years. He went to jail for selling drugs. Uh, he got out of jail and he was out of jail for two years and then the they appealed it and found out that he got out of jail on a mistake. Now, while he was in jail, not only was he like working law stuff and teaching people how to read and he was n- no behavioral issues at all. When he got out, he became a contributing member to society. He worked, he got a stable relationship. He was mm-hmm. reconnected with his family and then after all of that, 20 years in jail, two years out, becoming an actual contributing good man of this society, he gets sent back to jail for 10 more years at the age of 50-something. Uh, what more do you need from this dude? What more do you need from him? Like, I'm not saying he should have been in a jail. He should have for what he did. Sure. 20 years and he gets out and he shows you he's changed? Mm-hmm. Like, at what point does common sense come in? Mm. And I feel like sometimes we evade that when we ask ourselves these questions of, can you separate the artist from things they've said or done? I don't know if I have the complete answer, but that's my, that's my, uh, that's my opinion on it. My answer is you cannot. I don't think you can. And I will answer it in terms of this. Uh, I do believe that later in my life I will be a professor because I don't think you can be as pretentious and as much of a smart ass as I am and not become a professor later. And something that I've known uh, to be true about what my professor, one of my greatest professors, Professor Carpenter. It's a very bold statement. Too. That's so funny. I'm pretentious and I'm a smart ass. It's, it's not bold. It's true. I'm destined to teach young minds. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> uh, but I think that, like, you know, my professor Carpenter would, uh, someone that I've kind of, like, modeled myself after because he's such a cool dude, he showed us a film called um, Birth of a Nation very early on and taught us the whole context for it. He was like, 
this is the film. This is what people thought about the film at the time. People at the time thought that this movie was completely historically accurate. People, it was shown at the White House. And Birth of a Nation is a horribly offensive film. But he showed us all of it. He gave us a complete picture, and then we watched a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that we can do that now when, like, I can be like, this is Bill Cosby. Like, you know, if I'm talking to my students and I'm showing them about television, this is a man who represented himself as the black father of America. This is a man who was the ultimate family man. All these companies gave him money to be wholesome and stuff like that. But the entire time he was raping women. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is representative of the morals of the time and representative of the secrecy of the time. Yeah. I think 100% that's possible. Yeah, I guess in, in those terms, then the answer is no, you can't separate the I don't think artist it, I, because you have, to, you have to bring up everything this artist has done. It, it, you can't just show a half-complete picture. Uh, so in, in those terms, no, you can't separate the artist. I think what this person was asking is, can you no longer appreciate what they've done in the past or watch what they've done in the past. I think you can still watch it, but I think like never forget that context you in can't. the same way that like, you can't, you can be like, yeah, Hey, here's this thing, but also let's acknowledge the truth of it. Yeah. Another part two, man, we're going to take a quick break in a, in a quick second, but another part two that I think is just unfortunate, you know, where for Cosby or Roseanne or, you know, people like that, man, how it you one person ruins the lives of so many people that they're working with too. Yeah. Uh cuz there's other people living off of those There's other checks. people living off those residual checks and uh, and I I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I I can't Yeah, Roseanne should have been canceled. But man, maybe reboot the show as Jackie <laughs> or some shit like that. Please don't. I think it would be us. Lori Metcalf is one of the greatest actresses. Uh, she's dope and such a sweet lady. Um, she's awesome. Uh, Chicago chick. But I don't know, man. I, it, that's another part that is rough. Yeah. Too. 100%. Because it's just like, damn. You, she just took food out of so many people's mouths. And they have to live with that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Thanks for the question, Anthony. We appreciate it. Uh, if you... Have some thoughts on what we said. Feel free to hit us up. We'll appreciate that too. Tell you what, motherfuckers. We got one more thing we want to do, but we'll do that after the break. We back. We back. And you know what time it is, Edgar? What? It's time for... She's your queen of the week. Rest in peace, Carl. Rest in peace. Queen of the week. I love this segment, man. We don't do it all the time, but I love it. I got one. Uh, I hope you do. (laughs) I don't have one. I have one. Uh, Angela Bassett is my queen of the week. Uh, She. I went to the movies last night. Saw Solo. And the previews that they played before, uh, she's in a new Mission Impossible movie coming out uh, this summer. And I just look, I was like, damn, man, Angela Bassett has, it just started rolling through my mind how much good shit Angela Bassett has been in and how long she's been a fucking queen Mm -hmm. doing her shit. Mm -hmm. Let me just run down. Uh, She's 59 years old and looks like she's 25. Uh, I mean, she's beautiful. 
She's a beautiful woman. I don't know woman. about 25. I mean, she, look, she out there. She I'm out not there. saying that she's not beautiful, but 25, <laughs> bro. All right, 32. I'll take 32. Uh, <laughs> she don't look let's like add, 25. Let's add, seven, let's add seven years. I don't know, man. Seven years is a big difference, Jaquise. Seven years is a big difference. She looks like... There's about she, seven years between me and you. She looks like she's 25, but <laughs> she did a couple lines of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you turned your compliment into an insult. <laughs> I don't know how you Because you can that. look 25 and still look young, but you got a little age. Lines. Yeah, you got a little said, age. You look like you've been doing a couple of lines of cocaine. <laughs> you look like a 25 year old cocaine. Uh, this, is, this is getting bad. Lord uh, have mercy. <laughs> uh, Angela Bassett, uh, 59 year old queen out here doing her thing. Let's run down some of the lists that she has been, uh, some of the things she's been in. Uh, this year she was in Black Panther. Killed it. Don't know why more people didn't talk about it. Uh, obviously, because my- she was in the movie for three minutes. It's okay. She was still great in that movie. She was fucking fantastic. Listen, in that I love movie. Angela Bassett, but I don't know why um, you say it. I don't know why more people talk- didn't talk about Angela well, Bassett. Well, no, no, no. Well, I mean, well, in I Black remember. Panther. I remember when we did that episode. You, you specifically was like. Man, can we talk about the job Sterling K. Brown did? And that nigga was in the movie less than Angela Bassett. Well, because he had a character arc in the movie. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, she was in the movie and they rounded out just an amazing fucking cast of people. All right, all right. And, like, we didn't talk about just how great that cast was and she was a part of it. Uh, Can we talk about Drake and Anchorman 2 and how great he was in Anchorman 2? Uh, no. Uh, that minute and 40 seconds cameo he had in Anchorman 2. And Kanye was in that. Yeah, uh, for even less for than even Angela. Less. For, Kanye is in Anchorman 2 more than Angela Bassett is in Black Panther. That's just factually not true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tina Turner, What's Love, got to do with this. She's going to be in the next upcoming Mission Impossible. She is, in my opinion, in the best episode of Master of None. Uh, also a series regular American Horror Story. Let's go back in the day, Stella, how Stella got her groove back. Uh, she played Queen Betty and Malcolm X, waiting to exhale, Boys in the Hood. She's a voice character on Bojack Horseman, which is one of the best Netflix original series uh, to date, in my opinion, and just a list upon list upon list upon list of just dope ass shit that she's in. And uh, she out here doing it, and we need to not only raise up our up-and-coming queens, but let's also keep on remembering our queens who've been doing it for a long time and doing something that's not easy to do for a black woman in the industry, and that's stay the fuck where you've been for your entire career I as a female actress who has been killing it for 20 plus years. I so. can't wait for all the trolls on Twitter to mention all the movies that you didn't say. I can't wait for them to be like, oh, you're not going to talk about her in this? Oh, you're not going to talk about her in this? That's all I care I mean, about now. I mean, she has 95 fucking credits. Well, <laughs> like, I can't I wait can't. for them to drag you for not saying the right ones. They're going to say, oh, you're going to mention Bojack, but you're not going to mention this movie? I mean, those, honestly, out of the thing I just listed, those are her biggest fucking movies that she's been in. Jaquise, I, I love how you didn't just register what I said. Now no, people are going to come saying. at you and say... Those are her biggest movies. Those are her biggest movies. And if people do that, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Plain and simple. My queen of the week has already been my queen of the week. But listen, she just did something to kill it again because she out here looking out for the culture. It is Lena Waithe. Uh, Today, Lena Waithe announced along with Charles D. King, who is the founder and CEO of this group called Macro, that they are releasing an episodic lab just for creators of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what an episodic lab is. It's kind of like a fellowship where you'll go in and you'll work out an idea 
most likely a television idea in hopes of it being produced and developed. Selena Waif just announced that she's going to head up the first one specifically directed at people of color along with Macro, which is a production company that only produces ideas from people of color. They're looking for digital ideas or television ideas, 30 minutes or hour long. So all the young creators of color out there, go ahead and sign up for it. It is 100% free, Mm -hmm. and I think they'll be picking three winners who will get $30,000 to produce a pilot of their project. We're going to have to definitely link that up. We have to link that up uh, as far as put our, put the link on like Twitter or something for Please, people to sign because up. I think that that is that is like a powerful move because, like you said, you know, to get into a spot is one thing, but then to turn your spot into a spider web mm-hmm. to bring other people in with you—that's some fucking beautiful shit. Yeah. So I had to shout out Lena Way for that. I mean, she already like tweeted out to everybody that if you got a seven or higher on the blacklist, she would have her people read your script. And now she's going one step further by being like, hey, I'm going to create a lab for you where you can uh, work with other artists and kind of refine your skills and get to the place where I know you can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so man. Make sure I want to shout and she her also, out for that. She also wrote that uh, the episode I, that I thought that I said was the best episode of Master of None Absolutely. with Angela Bassett. Absolutely. Uh, she, the episode revolved around Lena Waithe, and she wrote that episode. Uh, I think yes. it co-wrote it. Uh, did that get the Emmy? It did win an Emmy. Yeah, 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 yeah. She First black woman it. to win an Emmy for writing in a comedy series. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, love it, man. She's dope. She's dope as shit. Uh, and also shout out to, you know, she's. I don't. Is she. I think she has been on on this version of the show. Uh, but definitely an always queen of the week, Talia Caldwell, who hit me up with that link was like yo did you see this and i hadn't seen it yet Mm -hmm. uh so she put it on my radar uh she's such a dope queen out here doing big things right oh emmy season is heating up well those are well before we get to emmy season one more time those are our she's your queen We gotta take she's out. Yeah, we gotta work on the grammar of that setup. Uh, I love it. Rest in peace, Carl. Uh, we just gonna say rest in peace, Carl, every time. We every time. Him. Rest in peace, Carl. Uh, he went from being banned, banned to now resting dead. peacefully in the ground. Um, he's not dead for those, because some people are gonna also be like, did Carl die? Oh, no. There are people, Carl has been gone for over a month, and there are people who's like, wait a minute. Is Carl gone? Yeah. I, <laughs> bro, this dude was just like, can you explain to me why Carl's gone? And then I explained it the same way that we explained on the podcast. And he went, oh, okay, I get it now. And it's like, I didn't say anything different than what we said on the podcast. I love it. I love it. Uh, anyways, uh, Emmy season is heating up. Guys, please tweet at me your Emmy predictions. I am a big award show head. <laughs> Some might call me an award show connoisseur. So please, I would assume nobody calls you that. Listen, they call me. That's what I like to be called in <laughs> <No>. bed. <laughs> who am Why? I? Who am I? <laughs> That's worse than blowing a noodle back. <laughs> at least, like, at least that has sexual connotation. Like yours. Oh, what's my name, girl? I mean, a word connoisseur. A word connoisseur. <laughs> That's that's a terrible At Culture Kings Pod, I just think that you guys are a bunch of misogynists. At Casper, reconsider your sponsorship. Oh, man. Casper, first, can we, listen, man, listen. I know y'all was hitting us up with the hashtag sleepwellkings, 
But let's not stop, man. Let's let Casper know that your king's out here looking fresh. Our skin is brighter. Yeah. Uh, my back is clearing up. I have slept so well. Also, mm-hmm. get yourselves one as well. Because, like, listen, yes. I, it's a worth it thing. Like, it's worth it. Listen, we're running a promo right now. Well, depending on when you fucking listen to this episode, it's probably over if you listen to it well after we fucking recorded it. <laughs> or even get yourself a pillow. If you can't afford a mattress, that's all good. Go get yourself a pillow. But we're giving y'all deals on these we're mattresses, y'all though, because deals. I'm telling y'all, it's fucking like, and this is, I don't fuck with promos like that. I'm not a sponsored man. The only corporation that I stand for is the Coca-Cola company and only one product, and that is Sprite. Rest in peace to the Sprite Lord. Uh, uh, did he die? No, he oh. lives forever in all of us. But did he actually die? The Sprite Lord? The person who created Sprite? I don't know, probably a long time ago, bro. <laughs> no. I don't know. Sprite ain't been around that damn long. Yo, Sprite's been around since the beginning of time. It was actually the fruit on the tree of good and the <laughs> knowledge of good and evil. It was a can of Sprite. <laughs> it was a lemon and a lime. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible been lying to y'all. Um, but that being said, I fuck with this Casper mattress shit. So mm-hmm. please hop on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are you shaking your head, Sophie? Do you remember earlier in the podcast when Edgar was like, I'm pretentious enough to one day be a professor? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. What? Wait a minute, what? That, this like last 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm agreeing with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. I get you. But you know uh, what I won't do? I'll never date one of my students. Why did you have to even clarify that? I just want to put that on, See? put out there. See, man, I'm starting to get my times up paying back. Yours is starting to go away. How? Because I said I will never date one of my students. Why are you even thinking that? Sophie, let me ask you a question. Between the two of us, if we were both college professors, which one do you think would date one of their students? Definitely <laughs> Edgar. Come on, Sophie. That's disrespectful. And you know it's not true. I love how it's disrespectful because she said you, but you were obviously setting her up to say me. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Jeez, here's your time's up, Pinback. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let me oh, put this man. back on. Y'all disrespectful. <laughs> answer, on, answer on Twitter who would most likely hate their student if they're a college professor. Please don't We all know that. it's Jaquise. It's not me at all. No. Jaquise would be me. like, you want to get an A? Bodice noodle. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, let's get the fuck out of here. Y'all know what it is <laughs> at Culture Kings Pod. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yeah, man. You know, you never know, man. Hit us up with shit to talk about. Listen, a lot of people hit us up with stuff to talk about. Uh, so if we don't ever get to it. I apologize. It's mostly we, because we've already talked about it. That that too. That too. Uh so yeah, man. And uh I don't I maybe we'll see. Next week we got a pretty big guest planned. Uh obviously anything can happen, so I'm just putting a precursor out there right now that if this doesn't happen, uh it's because my man is out here making moves and he's busy. Uh so anything can happen. But next week we got author, Twitter dude who's on fire, journalist Shea Serrano, who is uh, somebody who works on The Ringer and Grantland. He has a book out. We're going to talk all about my man and with my man uh, next week. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And if it doesn't happen, just forget I said this. Uh, but other than that, Edgar, you got anything you want to... You've been plugging your uh, your thing. Man. Yeah, you wanna... please look out for Sad Boy Edgar coming out soon. I uh, accidentally mentioned what it was on a podcast, but... I won't speak any further on it. All right, all right, all right. Well, 
Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get out of here with our clip of the week this week. Edgar, you got one? I do have a clip of the week. It is from rapper Shay D. And it's S-H-A-Y-D. And this is in honor of Pride Month. It is a rap she wrote about her coming out. And it is simply called I'm Gay. When I was coming up on 17, I knew I liked girls, all of them, those straight hair and those curls, those Hollister shirts and those Abercrombie jeans, really hugged them tight like I had in my dreams, but I was too embarrassed, so I kept my mouth shut, kept on dating boys, so Ew. no one ever knew what was up, till this girl named Katie ran across my way, hey and I knew there was something I had to say, I'm gay, 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 I'm gay. Girls make me swivel my head side to side And boys just make me wanna run and hide I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay My name is Shay, my name is Shay and I'm gay, 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 gay. Now moving to the city, away from my friends. I have to come out to these people once again. again? Having girl talk with my basketball team, asking if I prefer a king or a queen. It stopped me in my tracks, didn't know a response. Feeling uh, so right, how did it take how this, did it long? Take this long? I stood up in honor like royalty would, and explained it so the best I could. I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. I'm gay, I'm gay. Women make my heart skip a beat, and men just make me wanna hide under the sheets. I'm gay, 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 I'm gay. My name is Shay, my name is Shay, and I'm gay. And now I'm out here in LA doing just fine. I feel like I gotta come out just one last time. I'm tired of just saying it, and now I wanna show it. How can people look at me and already oh, she's know it? Gay. I had an idea and I went to the barber. He cut a little bit and I told him go, go farther. Most of my hair was gone off of my head. I stood up out the chair and loudly said, I'm gay, 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 I'm gay. The ladies make me smile ear to ear, 24 hours a day, 365 in a year. And men, you're cool, don't worry, don't fear. But let me just make... One thing clear, I'm gay, 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 my name is Shay, my name is Shay, and I'm gay.